Hello, I'm ABC7's Teresa Gutierrez. On this edition of the Enya Beat, we turn our attention to fashion and the talented Latino designers who are quickly becoming the center of attention in a competitive industry. From Hollywood to the very pages of every fashion magazine, the billion dollar fashion industry influences us, defines us, and at times refines us. It is because fashion plays such an important part in our lives that Latino designers want to raise their collective voices and share their talents with an industry that hasn't always welcomed outsiders. Stacy Baca and John Garcia will join me to share their stories later on in the program. First, let's set the stage. Entrepreneur Cesar Roland and Eribel Rosales are helping a growing number of Latino designers get noticed through their work in establishing the first Latino Fashion Week here in Chicago. Since Latino Fashion Week, the designs have exploded, the designers have exploded there. You can find them in local boutiques, they're right here in Macy's. Uh, they're getting a great deal of notoriety. The support that they've never received in the past has been, has been generated now like never before. I think it's important for people to also understand that it's for everyone, but it's also very important to know who it's by, who is actually creating it. I believe that one of the things that we've created is really a movement around fashion. We're getting calls from Colombia, from Argentina, from London, you know, from Mexico, uh, from people that want to be a part of this movement. In 2007, my colleague Sylvia Perez was on hand to emcee the first Latino fashion showcase. This is the first ever Latino fashion show in the United States of America. The event has grown larger and more prominent, attracting international media and industry attention. Last year, in the fashion show finale, the designers paid tribute to Hollywood legends, and no star shines brighter than actress Rita Moreno. Recognized for her artistic contributions in 2004 with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, this Emmy, Grammy, Tony, and Oscar Award winner sat down to share her accomplished career. Born Rosita Dolores Alverio, Rita Moreno landed the role of a lifetime in 1961, playing Anita in the film adaptation of West Side Story. Life can be bright in America. If you can fight in America. You know, when you were starting out, Rita, there were really no Latino models out there, role models. So how difficult was it for you? When I was a girl, there were no Latinos. There was, before me, Lupi Vélez and Dolores Del Rio. That's it. And that was before me. So I was all alone. When I told people that I was going to interview you, they started breaking out in the songs from West Side Story. Everybody knows about West Side Story. Was that a turning point for you? Oh, of course. That was an extraordinary experience. <laughs> What a marvelous experience, and what pride. I heard the most wonderful stories about the night that I won the Oscar. Can I tell you one? Absolutely. Liz Torres told me this. She used to live in, in El Barrio, and she said normally it's a very, very noisy place, and it was a summer night, and everybody, she said, in that neighborhood was watching the Oscars because I was nominated as Best Featured Actress. And she said to me, Rita, she said that night when the list of the nominees came up in your category, 
it's like the whole neighborhood just went black, silent. And then she says, when your name was announced and you were running up to the stage, she said, people were screaming, the whole neighborhood. And they're all yelling out the window, Garo, Rita Garo, our Rita won. After 48 years, she still remains our Rita, taking every opportunity to celebrate and promote the accomplishments of her community. Being the only Latina out there for such a long time, and then winning the Oscar and the Emmy and the Tony. I mean, did you ever feel there was like a burden representing this community? I feel so humble and proud that so many of my people find me a, uh, a positive example of what can happen in this wonderful country. Yes, there are difficulties, and you know what, there always will be. But the important thing is that if you persevere, perseverar, if you really are able to get knocked down and get right up again and dust yourself off, as the saying goes, and keep going forward, it can happen to you too. And I've had people like Jennifer Lopez say that, you know, a lot of people have said when I won the Oscar, they said, my God, if she can do it, I can do it. So it's, how can I not be humble? You go get either, I will lock up. Humble but practical, Ms. Moreno knows that success in entertainment or fashion begins with a good education. The advice is something that Jimmy Smith also gives constantly. And you know what it starts with? Education, education, education. Because there is no guarantee to begin with that you're going to be a success at the, your chosen profession or desire, let's say that. And show business, as you said, is hard, it's tough. And there's very little room up there for that kind of success. So you must be able to do something else to clothe yourself, to eat, to pay the rent. Her film career began in the 1950s. Through decades of perseverance, she landed starring roles on Broadway and a variety of television series. In short, she was made for show business. I never, ever thought of walking away. It's just, you know, it's so much a part of me. From the time I was five, I was dancing for my abuelito, my grandpa. From the time I was five, I was dancing to records. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm just not built that way. I am really stubborn. I'm the most frightened person I know when it comes to doing something well, probably because I'm so demanding of myself, but I forge ahead. Rita Moreno's challenges in the entertainment industry mirror the politics of inclusion Latino designers must learn to navigate. Talent and conviction are the trademarks of this new generation of designers. John Garcia introduces us to one such talent. Winning the AOL Latino Fashionista Design Competition was my big break in becoming a recognized designer, not just locally, but nationally. After winning that competition, I was on their national website. I had people come to my website and they were able to see the work that I've done. That kind of recognition has fueled his career. So don't be surprised if you pick up a copy of People magazine and find the stars of today wearing an Horacio Nieto design. I've been able to dress Ana de la Reguera. She's an up and coming uh, Mexican actress. She was in the movie Nacho Libre. This collection for spring and summer came from a dress that um, I specifically designed for a Latino reporter. Her name is Candela Ferro. 
And from that, the collection kind of just bloomed uh, around that main dress. It's very feminine, very flowy pieces, very kind of architectural structured pieces that kind of resemble flowers. A graduate of the International Academy of Art and Technology, Horacio puts all of his energy into the quality of his work. My clothing is not mass produced. Everything's made here locally in Chicago. I think a woman would buy my design specifically for the design, the fabric, the quality, the texture of it, the sex appeal of it, something that's obviously going to be in her wardrobe, something that defines her personality. Designing for women does not complete his vision of fashion. Horacio extends his talents to the needs of today's modern man with his Arlo menswear line. The challenge for making menswear is making something that obviously fits them well, but also is going to make them want to wear it. Uh, the difficulty with men is that a lot of men only wear their basics. What I want to do with Arlo menswear is definitely make pieces that are different, but also that the average man can wear to work, even though it might be just a vest or a shirt. It has something different. You can find Horacio Nieto's women's wear in the Chicago designer section at the Macy's State Street store. Today, he's busy putting the finishing touches on his spring and summer collections leaving him only enough time to plan his next move. I think we, as Chicago designers, I always say we have to work at double the amount as someone in L.A. or New York would work just for the fact that we're not as exposed as much as we, are, we would be in L.A. or New York. The next step for my career right now is getting my business bigger since it is growing, and uh, I plan to have a boutique by the end of the year or a studio, I'll just need determination, I'll just need support from family and friends, and you just have to want it in order to keep going and allowing your business to grow. Coming up next, we'll meet Elda de la Rosa. Her artistic approach to design is what makes her couture fashion come to life on the runway. Welcome back to the Enya Beat. When you talk about success by design, no one is more humble in her talent than Elda de la Rosa. Like celebrity designer Luis Verdad, Elda received her formal training at Chicago's Ray Vogue School of Design, which is now the Illinois Institute of Art. While Elda de la Rosa can hold her own on the fashion runway, she's more comfortable building her success one client at a time. At 13, I made my first dress and knew I was hooked. I knew that I was going to So I grew up in a culture where we celebrated everything, and I, wa I knew what I wanted to wear. So it was just an automatic um, transition into the fashion world. Approaching every design as a work of art, Elda has spent countless hours perfecting her craft. Elda De La Rosa Couture is my spin on fashion my ideas, how I design, and my collections, and my interpretation on my artwork as fashion. I do consider myself an artist. I, my medium is my fabric. I like to design from the way, the way an artist designs a painting. A seasoned designer with a reputation as a bridal designer, Elda finds inspiration in color and fabric for the rest of her collections. The green chartreuse, I wanted to show texture on it. I just wanted to show how the fabric molds. So I really just did drapes or folds that went across the body. And then we had the high slits where it, just, that it opens so that you can see when the model walks that the fabric just billows. 
I would like for other people to know that I'm not just a bridal designer. We do our collections, we do two collections a year, and that we're, we do a lot of wardrobe. Her talent beyond artistry is her attention to detail and the importance of fit. Combining these skills has allowed her to create a successful boutique business. My strength is that I can fit them well, and I'm comfortable with explaining to them what I think would look good on them. And fit is very important to us. When they come in and they say, I'm a two here, I'm a four there, I'm a 12 up top, a 14 bottom, I completely understand that. But I'm not concerned about their sizes at all. To me, they're my dress form. And when I see them, I understand what their concerns are. And this business, where art and design become fashion, fits her perfectly. When I see my dresses on the runway, I just have a feeling, I like my work, I like, I'm inspired by it. So I think that's the artist in me more than the designer in me. I measure success as not just by money, but the fact that I'm still running a business. Uh, the fact that people come in here and when they try on dresses and they fall in love with them and they purchase them, the feeling that I get, that is a successful feeling because I know that somebody loved my artwork enough to purchase it. Elda has also been a part of the Chicago Latino Fashion Week since it began. She welcomed the opportunity to expose Chicago's talented designers and share the runway with them. To be honest with you, I didn't know my other counterparts until, couple, until two years ago when Latino Fashion Week started. And it's wonderful to know that we're all friends from working together and that our community is growing and that um, people know we're here now. And that we have our own flair to designing and that we're all young designers that can put our mark in the city because I think that for a long time we were all silent designers that didn't really know each other. We were just working hard. So I think that the publicity of it has been wonderful for us. I'd like to personally thank Alda for allowing me to model something from her career wardrobe collection. Coming up next, Stacy Baca spent some time with designer James De Colon reviewing an inspiring new collection. Among the many designers that have showcased their work during Latino Fashion Week is James De Colon. Stacy Baca caught up with him for an exclusive look at his spring and summer collection. On runways from Puerto Rico to New York, James de Cologne has showcased his couture con sazón for today's modern woman. His last stop was here in Chicago, where he now makes his home and continues to design a look that's sophisticated and sexy. My goal is to give her a very fitted garment. It can go from a sophisticated cocktail dress to a very sexy dress which a lot of women like and um, you mean sexy like form-fitting or low yes. lots of skin plunge line okay. cowls cowl back right very nice do yes. you kind of ever hone in on latinas too and think about them as a group when it comes to design and fashion most definitely um being i'm i'm from puerto rico um that's a very big influence you know latina women uh, are usually very curvy so we have I to be very you. I love you. I love you. That's right, curvy. We have to keep in mind the curves and uh, the silhouettes of the design and uh, make sure that it's very complementary to the body. Right. And that they're happy with what I designed for them. That is so much fun. When you're designing, how do you even come up with something like this? Uh, I'll sit down and I'll sketch. And then if I don't like it, 
I'll just lay out the fabric and I'll start cutting and then I drape on the mannequin as well. And then that's where all the creativeness comes out. I combine um, fabric and, and different textures. For instance, this is a jacquard. Um, it's detailed in, in, in a floral. It's white on white. And since I like black and white and my collection for this spring summer is gonna have a lot of black and white. I have these beautiful um, fabrics that I brought back from New York. Um, most of it is black and white. And then I have some slinky pieces, um, which Ooh. will be in navy blue. Navy is a big color for the season as well. And um, ivory and uh, a little bit of turquoise, I think that I'm gonna throw in there as well. This is a beautiful dress that I like very much and it drapes beautifully on the body and um, it has this sort of grace when you walk and it makes a, a pretty good statement, I would think. A seasoned designer, James lent his talents to the success of the first Latino Fashion Week since it began two years ago. Last year, he accepted the assignment to draw inspiration from Hollywood glamour for a tribute to Rita Moreno, and his design was nothing short of a showstopper. I designed the dress, uh, and the inspiration was from West Side Story. So my model, at the end of the run, came out with this dress on for which Rita was ecstatic and she stood up and she grabbed her and she kissed her and, and it was really, really, really fun. Rita Moreno, everyone! I've been blessed since I've been here and um, I'm grateful that, you know, my choice of coming to Chicago has given me open doors and the opportunity to design for a lot of ladies here in Chicago. What an impressive collection. It's not surprising that artistic talent is abundant in Chicago's Latino community. Coming up next, we'll see how Michelle Gomez puts the finishing touches on fashion from her Wicker Park salon. For more information about this program, log on to abc7chicago.com. Welcome back to the Enya Beat. To complete a sense of style, Michelle Gomez feels that attention to hair and makeup is essential. In her newly opened MGO salon, she is working to make a fashion statement. I like to show that as a Latina, that we also are able to be very creative and make a big difference in fashion and beauty. Together with her sister Melissa, Michelle Gomez has created a hybrid salon where hair, makeup, and fashion converge for the sake of style. A lot of people have strictly hair, or strictly spa, or strictly fashion. And we're really trying to pull that whole thing together. I've made it work by creating great relationships with people here in Chicago whom are looking for that fashion look that they're not able to find in a department store. In Wicker Park, combining dynamic studio and MGO salon was an opportunity for the Gomez sisters to combine their professional experience. I'm able to do a lot of things that your normal salon is not able to do because of my background in fashion. So I'm able to bring both things together. I'm a Latino-owned salon and I do cater to everyone. 
The difference would be that I'm able to service everyone, not just Latino. And I welcome everyone to come in. Inspired by their culture and a sensitivity to the needs of all their customers, they strive to create a unique salon experience. We really like to have people come in and do consultations. It gives us an idea of what their hair texture truly is and what we can do as far as flattening it or curling it or making it more, more appealing to their whole look. Everybody has a different look. Everybody has a different body size. I'm honest with people about what's going to look good on them. I don't throw everything on somebody and say, oh, you look fabulous in that if they really don't. I don't take total control of a person's image either. I let them opinionate and say, you know, this is what I like, and, we, and then we go from there, and then we pull a great look for them. Anchored by an experienced staff utilizing the latest techniques, Michelle and Melissa are confident that MGO and Dynamic Studio will succeed. My sister and I, we handpick everything, all our fashion. It's really something that we ourselves would wear or that we ourselves would do to our hair or something that we like. There's definitely a Latina style. I think a lot of Latinas, they really do believe in that creating that whole look with hair and makeup and, and fashion and your clothes and your accessories. I think a lot of people are now seeing Latina looks and their diverse choices and it's in the magazines and a lot of celebrities who are Latina too. A lot of people do like their colors. They, they choose a lot of bold colors. I think a lot of people have been using more conservative and now they're breaking out of the box. I'd like to thank the Illinois Institute of Art for allowing us to use their Chicago campus. And for my colleagues John Garcia and Stacy Baca, I'm Teresa Gutierrez. Thank you for watching this fashionable edition of The Enya Beat.